Sacktown Sports. I'm Simone with your Sacktown Sports headlines. After clipping the tying homer in the eighth, Jock Peterson able to walk it off with a humble walk-in. And this one is over. With the 4-3 win last night, the San Francisco Giants are all gas, no breaks right now, and back at it at 645, hoping to extend that winning streak to double digits. Tomorrow, the illustrious 2023 NBA draft tips off. Sacramento Kings currently hold the 24th pick in the first round, as well as the 38th and 54th selections in the second. Of course, we're throwing a special draft party show tomorrow, beginning at 6 p.m. with the incomparable Jason Ross and Chris Watkins. All draft coverage on Sacktown Sports is proudly furnished by Power Business Technology. For all of your business office equipment needs, contact them at 844-POWER-BZ or go to powercopiers.com. I'm Simone. Those are your Sacktown Sports headlines. we got the top spot coming at you right now on Cattles and Rami with Jay and Jason. Did you miss the headline and the top story of the day? Extra, extra, we know about it. Don't worry, because we got you covered. This is how we do. It's the Cattles and Rami. Top spot. All right, final hour. Revisiting some of the top stories here. On Cattles and Rami, Jason Ross, Jay Johnson in here. One more hour to go as we continue to roll along. A lot of basketball here because this time tomorrow the NBA draft will be underway. I think Rami will be back with you tomorrow. Shots out to Romzilla. Feeling better? Yeah, a little down and out, but he's back and better than ever tomorrow with you. I keep on saying, man, that's what you get when you go down and watch the Dodgers game. Stop going and watch the Dodgers. Got the sickness. And make you sick. Yeah. You go to a Dodger game or a Giant game? You had to pick one. Oh, stop oh, it. Goodness gracious. Oh, well, we already God. heard. He knows River Cats. Oh, that's okay. not an option. Oh, okay. uh, Giants. Okay. Giants. I'm going Giants. Does that make you feel better, Simone? Better ballpark. Yes. Okay. <laughs> better ballpark. I, I, it pains me to say it, but Dodger Stadium is pretty cool. It's especially cool when you're there for a playoff game that San Diego is winning. Mm, and on that stolen land. Ah, oh, yes. Wow. That sorry, sorry. <laughs> not sorry. For Jay Ross. I think we hit hit some wounds here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Giant uh, or Dodger Not game. for me. Giant or Dodger game? Yeah. Um, neither one has a, like, it doesn't hurt me either way. So okay. it's like, uh, Dodger? Mm-hmm. Giant Stadium's great, though. Oracle Park? Yeah, it is. Yeah. AT&T? Is it AT- it's Oracle. No, it's Oracle. It's, Oracle. it's yeah. just yeah. Jay, Jay remembers it as AT&T. Yeah. Yeah, it's on. Oracle now. Back. Pack Bell. Pack Bell. Yeah. I went to the first ever game there. Did you? Yeah, it was Giants and Dodgers. And uh gosh, who was the random Dodger that Kevin Elster hit three home Kevin runs? Kevin Elster. And I want to say that guy, did he hit fifty in his career? He had a long career. He was not a home run hitter. No. He hit three Slappy. in the first ever game. Damn. At Pack Bell. Yeah. Well, ballpark, what what year are we talking for that? <laughs> Just for me and the kid back here. 2000? 2000, okay. Okay. never mind. I misunderstood the assignment. Bye. The park that Barry built? Yeah. In a 13-year career, Kevin Elster hit 88 home runs. I'm guessing that's the only time he hit three in a game. That's a pretty safe assumption. Yes. Yeah. Man. Is there for his history? It also had to be 2000 because it's the only year he was on the Dodgers. Oh, so also there you go. And he hit, uh, in that entire season... 14 home runs. Mm. Bombs. Three in the first day. He was Bombs. on pace for a lot more. B.O.B. Yeah. B. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Uh, there we go. That was for you. Thank you. He Appreciate also that. only played in 80 games that season and then never played in the majors again. Oh. Really? 
I saw the uh, the final opening day for Kevin Elster. Shots out to KE. Yeah. yeah. What's Kevin Elster doing today? Um, Find that out for is, me, Kyle, please. He owns – no, you know what? I'm going to go with he's definitely coaching a Little League team. And owns a car dealership. I was going to say a car, car wash. wash. <laughs> yes. Um, you know what? I think he uh, is in real estate. That too. Ooh. Probably that I'm too. going Crocodile Farm. <laughs> crocodile Farm. Yep. The best answer I can give you right now is that he went one for one in the Mets' first old-timers game in 2022. So I don't know if he lives in New York or if he got called back. He probably got called back. Where's Kevin Elster from? Jupiter, Florida. Baseball town. Kevin Elster was born in San Pedro, California. (laughs) Oh, he's in SoCal. He lives in real estate, making a lot of money. Coin. Yeah. With Get car washes in. on the side. Yes. Coaching Little Probably League. Probably slid Coach down the to the OC yeah. doing his thing. Gambling on kids' games. <laughs> That's what Kevin Elster is Draft doing. Draft King. Yes. Fandling it. Yeah. On Little He's League the games. one that bet 60000 to win three hundred <laughs> on Webb and Yama going number one. Wow. We've cracked the code of Kevin Elster. The home of Kevin Elster right here. Uh, tomorrow's the draft. Uh, some rumors today around the NBA as far as one that it's not crystallized and finalized, but it sure looks like Kristaps Sporzingis may be going to the Boston Celtics. Malcolm Brogdon, part of the deal, maybe to the Clippers. You got Washington involved trying to get draft assets and uh, kind of shuffling some some things around, but pretty significant names. That I mean, Porzingis is the guy that, remember, let's remember, he was in the build of Holmgren in Webinyama. Like, this guy's a unicorn. Nobody can do what he unicorn. can do. And he's had, I would say, a good career but it feels like a little bit underwhelming is that fair to say yeah i would just imagine because of the injuries you yeah know, the injuries have kind of held him down when he first came out as you said he was the unicorn yeah for the he knicks was, like the oh, guy the, the the knicks have had a uh a few microwavable instances over the last decade or so with the linsanity yeah. and porzingis i mean they've taken over and it could mm-hmm. just because new york is yeah you know huge market but porzingis is uh he is type of cat that when he's playing he's going to bring positive vibes to the team a lot of times he's just not playing yeah for me with the with the move there's nothing of substance beside depending on what happens with Malcolm Brogdon that's where the kind of what really happens yeah. at this point and Porzingis is a guy like if we go back to him like I just to me, I wouldn't want him on the Kings. I don't know why. And not for his the way he plays, the style of play. There's, It's not really a knock on any of that. It's kind of the injuries and maybe what the expectations are. I just never felt like he, he gets to that. But I think he would make he would help, but it's like, eh. Yeah. You're looking for more of a powerful punch. Yeah. More impact. consistent. And, yeah. you know, that's tough. When you get a player that has missed games because of injury, sometimes they get labeled that and you just can't shake the label. And maybe that's my own fault. I can't shake that. I, Very I just, true. I just can't picture him being more than a 50-game-a-year guy or maybe not there when you need him most. And that's it's not good. And when you're playing over in Washington, which is kind of more of the cemetery, you know, <laughs> you, you go over that way to check out where the bodies are buried in the NBA it's tough to kind of have any excitement around your name. Yeah. You know, I mean, again, I could tell you keep on saying Bradley Bill is phenomenal, and I think we're going to see that when he goes to Phoenix and, you know, kind of reassess and reassert himself and let people know, like, I'm a I'm a factor in the NBA where less, more or less, you know, over the last three or four years, it's kind of been what's going to happen with Bradley Bill. Right. You know, we've forgotten what he can do on the floor. And Porzingis has a little bit of that to his name, you know, a pinch of that to his story. 
But we also talk about the injuries. Yeah. It's about him being banged up, you know, and he's been at a couple different stops now, and he just can't seem, you know, no pun intended, to stay on his feet. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. It is. Uh, Bruce Brown, NBA champ, opting out of his contract. No big deal there. No surprise, I should say. It's a big deal. Yep. He's going to be coveted. I don't know where he should get paid. And he's a unique guy where let's try to put ourselves in Bruce Brown's shoes because I think if he comes back to Denver, he'll get paid more. They may not get him the contract he wants, but I think he's going to be in a really good situation with a team that has a chance to win another title. When you're not a star, a superstar, I wonder if your requirements are different because I think this is a time to get paid. He's got a ring. I, I don't think he's going to, I think he's going to go to a team that wants him and that might be in contention. So I think he's in a good spot. Would you stay if you're Bruce Brown? Let's just say, for example, you're going to get a little bit less, more than you're making now, but less to stay in Denver or more to a team that you could pick to go to, that you would maybe in a city, a style, a coach, uh, a location you'd want to be in. I think it, it comes down to, you know, what you, meaning Bruce Brown, or what I would want to accomplish for the rest of my career, he really hasn't hit the bank when it comes to, you know, career earnings. And I would imagine he's probably thought about that. You know, he's been in the league for five years now, right, if I'm not mistaken. And he was a second-round draft pick. So he definitely didn't hit on the fact of, like, you know, I got guaranteed money here and there. He's had to play his way up. This is that time. Absolutely. You know, sooner or later, you got to kind of solidify your your legacy when it comes to financially. And I'm not saying, believe me, look, this man made $6 million on paper last year, which probably means he brought in, you know, $3 million of that or some sort. And I'm not counting that man's pockets. But at the same time, you definitely want to strike when the fire is hot, yeah. right? And Bruce Brown's name may not be any hotter. Now, of course, he's 26 years old. He probably has, if he signs a three- or four-year deal, he's probably got one more. But I would imagine we're we're saying right now he's entering his prime. Yeah. The beginning, the tip of his prime. And I, I've asked, I asked this question to you earlier. I kind of think it depends on what Bruce Brown sees himself as. Does he want to start? Yeah. Or does he want to be... You know, one of those prototypical Jamal Crawford's six-man, Lemon Pepper, Lou Williams, you know, that type of guy. An example I would give of that would be Jeremy Grant was in Denver while they were on the rise, and he was a key piece to that puzzle. He wanted more and wanted to start. Basically, I think got about the same amount of money but went to Detroit. Detroit. And it was like, all right, more opportunity. Became a guy that was close to an all-star, made scored 20 points a game Mm -hmm. on a bad team. Yep. And so I know what I I think I would pick. Look, they're all getting paid well, and it's tough to turn down a lot more money. But it's opportunity, situation. They're all still getting paid well, but it just depends on if the gap is, hey, Denver's going to pay you $8 million, Orlando's going to go $17 million. It's like, okay, that's uh, yeah, a world of difference. I'm a Ryan Disney. Yeah. And yeah then you say, hey, I'm going to be a difference and make Orlando better. Epcot Center, brother. Yeah. I'll be right down there. Jason, come visit me. Give me man. the gold Mickey ears. <laughs> My goodness. All right, we'll take a break here. Come back. we got more to get to, including the callback. But up next, A's are underway. We'll tell you about that. But more and more guys are coming out and talking about their frustrations with what seems to be the likely move. We've got that and more straight ahead here on Sacktown Sports. Live and local in the afternoon. They always keep you on edge. Cattles. And Rami. On Sacktown Sports. Stories get better over time. Oh, my goodness. As they should. Yeah, they should. There's no video of it, so yeah. I robbed it over the fence while we getting hit by a car. Come on now. <laughs> uh, back here, Jay Johnson, Jason Ross. Uh, is it true? Do we have an update on the great Kevin Elster? 
I think we do. Okay. I, is I this had real to, information? I can say with about 80% certainty this is real information. Oh, that man. ain't bad. It's a it's a LinkedIn page associated with baseball that feels pretty much like him. So mm. the Kevin Elster uh, is apparently allegedly. Uh, allegedly, allegedly living in the New Jersey, oh, New York area. Way off. But this makes sense. He played with the Mets for a whole bunch of years. So probably kid. owns a home up there. Okay. And uh, he is working at a sports and entertainment complex that has, or he's associated with it, that has a bunch of baseball fields and soccer okay. fields and all sorts of stuff like that in the uh, New Jersey area. Probably means he owns it. And yeah. He has, Overseas yeah. it shows up everywhere. His LinkedIn lot. is listed as social media coordinator, but I think you are correct. He's he is, not social media. No, uh, but you're right. He's obviously funding this as something he does on the side, which would okay. be my he's suspicion. Got a, he's got it. So basically, Kyle, you're saying he's got an AAU team. <laughs> And a uh, facility that he's operating. Yeah. I think the facility is his uh, his project. Travel, of sorts. travel ball. Now, spot. on the facility's website, they don't specifically list him by name. Ooh, However, he's not even attached to it. He is. Uh, I like it. I believe this is the Kevin Elster we're looking for. Incognito. Do they have slam ball there? <laughs> they should. I think the bigger problem is he's in his 60s and doesn't have any social medias. That would have made yeah. it a lot Kevin easier. Kevin Elster is 60? No, is well, he? Well, look, if he was playing in 2000 and that was his final year, I mean, that's 23 uh, years right. ago. Kevin Man. Elster turns, oh, wait, do you want to do celebrity birthdays? 60, 59. Ke- I'm going 57, <laughs> 58, 58. Kevin, Kevin Elster will turn 59 in August. Uh, okay. I'm on point, 58. Wow. Mm, is he a Leo? Yes. What's that mean, Simone? It's like a uh, Leo sign. They're they're fiery. They're they like to be the center of attention. So he's yelling at the kids at the complex. Yeah, and like you know, showing off their outfits. Totally a Leo. Yeah. Jay and I are both uh, Taurus. Tauri. Yeah. <laughs> Tauri. Oh boy, stubborn. don't I know? <laughs> yeah, you guys are stubborn. You guys are also like Speak very leisurely. <laughs> you guys like um, comfort and. Food. Oh yeah, for sure. You see the check, yeah, check. Absolutely. The stubborn part, it shows up sometimes for me, but not that much. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that description could work for like four of the star signs too. Yeah. Wow. Look at us. You're Gemini. Me? Yeah. No, I'm Cancer. Cancer. Okay. Friday. Cancer. Friday's the big birthday. Yes, it anniversary is. as well. Anniversary, yeah. anniversary. I still can't believe that. I still can't believe. I still can't figure out how I feel about that. I don't. Well, that's probably for yeah. you to decide on that. <laughs> There's a lot of jokes. Yeah. Yeah. I, and Simone, what's your sign? I'm a Sagittarius. Okay. What's yeah. that? Yeah. What's that mean? That is like the end of November, beginning of December. Mm, okay. Also very fiery. Loves to be the center of attention. You didn't have to tell me that. Yep, Thrill yep, seeker. Yep. Thrill seeker for yeah. sure. A Surfer. Big, big adventurer. Just I won't cliff dive, it. go in a submarine or extreme <laughs> selfie. Nope. Yes. Yeah. Feels like a lot of radio people are fiery and like to be the center of attention. Yes. Yeah. Dave is a, a Funny Leo. How it works. Yeah. yeah. It works that way. Nick Cattle's a Leo. Yeah. But anyways, All I right. digress. <laughs> uh, right now, just an update for you. The A's lead the Guardians four to three, but there's more and more people, Jay, talking about the A's that I wish would have kind of said some of this stuff before. I don't know if it would have mattered, but we know uh, Bryce Harper last week said stuff like, look, this team should stay there. He's like the biggest name that come out of Vegas, Vegas. for baseball. But we're hearing Bob Melvin, Josh Donaldson, both guys connected with the A's. Or how? Yeah, just like, this isn't right. This isn't the thing to do. And 
they're kind of helpless. So I think we all are at this point. Yeah, definitely helpless. Yeah. It's a sad state of affairs there, Jason. Just stinks on so many different levels. It does. And, uh, you know, are you going to carry your fandom or no? No, I'm out. You're done. Yeah, I'm on record as if, if the A's And go, I don't blame you. I'm not yeah. saying you should. I just, if the A's go to Las Vegas, mean take the name, the color scheme, you know, all of that, I'm gone. Yeah, I'm I'm completely out. I've thrown out there as uh, Eno Saris of The Athletic has said. I, he was the first person that I had seen him say, and he, friend of the show, came on the show. He he kind of spoke up the fact of let John Fisher take the ball club, go to Las Vegas, create a new name, let the A's name, a la the Sonics, stay yeah. With, yeah. with Oakland. I'm all for that. Then that would mean somewhere down the road, if it's 10 years, you know, hopefully it's not that long. Baseball wants to expand, which it sounds like they do at some form or, in some form of fashion. You know, the A's restart, and hopefully the city of Oakland has their finances together by that time, and they're prepared and ready to go and make it make sense. And hopefully you would have a, an, a better owner, you know, someone who maybe, I won't say deeper pockets, but someone who's willing to spend a little more money when it comes to, you know, putting their own finances out on the table. And then you bring back the A's, you know, just like you've seen the Cleveland Browns, even yeah. though that was a different, a different, you know, way it went, right. the way it operated. But it's good to see people – talk about it it is and i don't know if it's it might be too little too late because yeah. it's just it feels like there's so much momentum going there but i i just would be worried that they would never get baseball back again if you you know had the plans and what will bother me the most without a dog in the fight i don't want to see them go i want the a's to be here i like it in northern california i like the a's but if fisher takes him to vegas and mm-hmm. then sells he is it's not if it's when that's just so awful and so not, many different it's levels not if it's when man just ridiculous it's Rami said something on the show last week, I believe, and he, you know, him and Nick went back and forth as far as Rami kind of said the same thing. He's barking up the same tree that you are. It's great to see people, but you, he wished that they would have said this years yeah, ago. Because this has been going on for a yeah, while. Yeah, I mean, 20 odd we years. Know, yeah. You know, so the Jeff Passons and, you know, the, the Jason Starks and the Keith Laws and all those type of guys. They could have said something a little earlier. You know, Tom Berducci's, guys who, you know, Amzingers, we've seen it, the Pedros, plenty of plenty of names that we can, you know, put our thumb on, X marks the spot. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that would have changed anything. And a lot of times, one thing I always operate on is you just don't know what people are going through or what, yeah. they, what they're going, you know, how they're operating throughout their life. So I want to put that pressure on you know, the Dave Stewards and all, you know, the, the, the Mark McGuire's and the Terry Steinbach's and the Mike Gallegos and the Walt Wallaces of the, of the Lance Blankenships. Mm-hmm. We can continue to go down the road, but... Todd Van Poppels. Todd Van P, <laughs> baby. Come on now. I don't know if it changed anything, Jason. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. it we know what runs this. It's money. Mm-hmm. It's finances, monetary situation. And John Fisher's kind of gotten to the point to where... You know, he, he won his money. He's got his money when it comes to the gap. He inherited that money. And uh, he, it seems, wants baseball money. Yeah. And we see that with the revenue sharing, the profit sharing. He's suckered his way into getting that, <laughs> which I just can't understand how MLB, you know, continues to give that money. And I, I, and I guess when we're talking about talking about it, Jay, is hopefully – the owners 
now in media now have seen that Oakland probably, you know, they have their hand in the reason why it's leaving. Mm-hmm. The team is it's probably going to leave. But from what I think the, the narrative has been painted out there is if the fans don't care. Yeah, that's not right. I don't think that's true. I mean, I think right? that's we 20 that's years of being treated that yeah. way. And then now the reality, I mean, especially what Manfred said, that was just so Bush League to say, you know, oh, it was a nice little effort there with, you know, on the reverse boycott night. This is going to average. And he has to understand why it's been that way. Yeah. But yeah, well, it's just a terrible situation. Do you think John Fisher goes to the games? No. I don't think so. No. What's the last time you think John Fisher's been in a ball, a ball game? Probably at the, the playoff Coliseum. game couple years ago Oof, that long ago i mean where's he get now he's too recognized like he's not gonna walk around that park right i mean he might get somebody would know and go yeah. you know and hide but like sweets no well I mean, we whatever there he is yeah i'm just playing not to the same as other places but <laughs> just a shame by the it way is. they do lead uh four three they used to that's in the bottom of the fourth taking my squad yeah taking my squad it's terrible why'd you bring this up I don't know. Okay. That doesn't feel good about that. I don't, man. I'm sick now. All right. Well, we're going to try to make everybody feel a little better. We'll uh, call back. We'll look back at uh, what's the draft strategy for the Kings at 24 with that pick tomorrow. We've got that and more in the callback. That is next on Sacktown Sports and the Sacktown Sports app. I'm going to light up these phone lines. The phone is ringing. And we are checking to see who's on the line. Long time listener, first time caller. News, gossip, a story. Okay, who's the next victim? It's the callback on Cattles and Rami. Coming up in our final segment, we'll have a chance for you to win California Classic tickets. Uh Uh-oh, I'm in the building. In the building for the Classic with a chance, a chance at seeing Victor Webinyama. But you're going to be seeing maybe three new kings. Yes. 24th pick. Maybe Brandon Miller. Yes. Ooh. Yeah, maybe. I think, I think I think Brandon might give Why a uh, give a shot. Charlotte will be in the house. He'd be the biggest name in the building. Yeah. So is he truly going to go number two? Well, let's call back on that. We had talked earlier in the show. Nathan Grubel, uh, good insight. No ceiling on the draft. Uh, here's what he said about Brandon Miller. He is also number three on my board, right? So it's not like I'm sitting here saying that he could be number two, but he's also like number five or number six. On my board, Brandon Miller is deserving to be in the conversation. Six foot nine wing prospect, one of those bigger wings who can handle the ball, make decisions off of a live dribble. Has certainly improved his playmaking. He did improve one of his bigger knocks on him, which was his at rim finishing as the year went on at Alabama. Scored around twenty points per game. Shot very well from three point range on high volume, over seven three point attempts per game. Still got to the line just underneath five times. So he is as old of a score as they come on the wing from a complimentary standpoint. The thing that would hold him back from being number two for me is I just don't know if he has that next tier of upside, right? That true legitimate star. I'm going to be the best player, the second best player on a championship level team. Like I believe in, in Scoot and obviously in Victor, but in terms of getting a very solid option, on the wing, plus size with the length, with the ability to defend multiple positions, help on the weak side on the back line, you know, certainly be a help defender rover along the baseline. The, the, that package, that two-way package at that size is what every single NBA team wants. Well, and that's why we mentioned him first, because there's a lot of talk today that uh, Jordan from Woj and the Charlotte camp that looks like Brandon Miller may go number two tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, it's i uh, I take Scoot myself. I would too. It's a little interesting that Michael Jordan's going to be a part of the pick, even though he's on his way out as far as 
the controlling owner sounds like he's going to have some type of stake still in the team, and you don't want to let the money go on your Mike J, right? Right. Come on now. Right. I'm taking school for my money. I am too. I like Scoot's upside. Nathan kind of spoke about, you know, the next tier for Brandon. I just like what Scoot brings to the table. I think he can develop a jump shot. Yeah. Well, he's 19, though. I know. Yeah, he's just, <laughs> and he's put together. looks good. Let's hear what Nathan said about uh, that guy himself, Scoot Henderson. I, I'm not sure I can convince you that he shouldn't be the number two <laughs> overall pick, to be honest, because he's been number two overall on my big board this entire cycle. And it's, it's not just everything we can talk about in relation to his game being one of the most complete two-way guards that we have, arguably the most complete two-way guard that we have in the 2023 NBA draft. How he carries himself as a professional, as an individual, someone who wants to grow off the court as much as he does on it. Every single move he's made, everything he does, everything he has done to get to this point, has been of the mindset of, I want to be a better basketball player for sure, but I also want to be a better person. And I've spoken with, and I've done interviews with multiple people who have been very close to him this season, specifically Pooh Jetter and Coach Jason Hart. You can find those on No Ceilings NBA or YouTube channel. But when I spoke to them, they had nothing but great things to say about Scoot. And all of that positive intel has carried with him throughout this entire draft process. Yeah, and if I'm Portland, Jay, I'm happy if he falls to three. And Absolutely. I get Scoot, and then, you know, I could still go forward with Dame and Scoot, but I also have now, I have some more options. I have some flexibility to to make a bigger, bolder move if I'd like. Yeah, and I think you said this yesterday. You rarely see guys in this league stay with the team for 10 years now. Right. Dame's Scoot's 19. Yeah. Dame's been there. Yeah. That kind of lets you know Portland is, you know, one of the – Portland's very much like Sacramento. It is. You become one of theirs. Yeah. You know, it's hard to shake that, and you've seen that with the Dame situation over the last decade and change. If we're bringing in the guy with the type of Vilka Scoot Henderson, and I like, you know, I like what Nathan said right there. You know, he said he spoke to Jason Hart, mm-hmm. point guard. Yeah. Pooh Jeter, yeah. point guard. Yeah. Guard. Both of the guys know the game to a certain extent from the guard position. And if they're talking up, and I'm not saying, you know, they should be saying anything ill will about Scoot, but the fact that you got point guards as your coach, guys who know, have been there, played at a high level, talk high level. Another thing that he talked about, too, is his. And I completely agree. Scoot has done this from the beginning to be a professional. Correct. He went straight to the G League. Yeah. I don't even want to play with college. I don't yeah. even prep school. He knew where he was going. Straight to I want yeah. to be an NBA player. Right. That lets me know he's been he's been building up to this point. Give me Scoot, man. Yeah. All right. How about the Kings? Can we can- trade for him? We could. Oh, okay. I don't know what we have to give up, but quite a bit. I'll go. Yeah, how about the Kings at 24? We're assuming they're going to stay there. There could be some movement tomorrow, but here was uh, we asked Nathan about what should be the draft strategy for the Kings at 24. So I think everyone's expecting them to take Chris Murray. I think let's, <laughs> let's just get that, get that one right out of the way. Just It makes a lot of sense because of Keegan being there, but also just their need at that 3-4 position, right? That combo forward, another one of these bigger wings who is an efficient spot-up guy. He's able to easily finish plays. He's not the most stout defender on that side of the ball, but he'll give you enough because of the size, his strength, also adds a dimension to his rebounding. So Chris Murray would make sense as someone who's experienced and who can come in and and possibly play a role within the Kings' top nine, top ten rotation right out of the gate. Another name that I would consider, if I were any team in the mid to late first round, I'm looking for a player who can come in and make an impact to help us 
maintain our course of play and, and ultimately get into the playoffs or fight for a playoff spot is Ben Shepard out of Belmont. He's been one of the fastest risers uh, through this entire draft process, tore it up at the NBA Draft Combine, went off to like 20, 28, 29 points, something like that in his second NBA Combine game. That production is legit. He had a great senior year at Belmont, six foot six guard, legitimate combo. He can handle the ball and pick and roll. He's bursty. When he gets an open lane of the basket, he can certainly finish there. And then he's one of the, the most lights out shooters that we have. Have you ever been called bursty? Uh, no, I was yeah. thinking about that. <laughs> uh, ben Shepard, interesting name. It's not, I mean, I've heard his name in the draft. I did not hear him tied to the Kings, and he's he's hiding on him or any team at that spot mentioned Chris Murray as well. But that's the intrigue of tomorrow. You just don't know. Yeah, well, that's the great part about draft. Could you imagine De'Aaron and your Scott Mokes screaming yeah. at him, and here's your starting five, and you're Keegan and Chris Murray in Yeah, it? that'd be pretty crazy. But pretty exciting. Man. But I think Keegan's the only one that can have the Keegan. Like it just doesn't. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, that makes sense. But you don't go. Like it just. I don't Keegan know. We gotta it. get Scott on now. We might yeah. have to shoot him a text and see how it's gonna work. That if it happens, Chris I think he's just e. Murray. I think he's just no. Chris Murray. You know. Yeah, quick. Just like De'Aaron Fox. See, know? it doesn't work now. You can't. And it's the problem. You can't give one one twin. brother, one yeah. twin, the love, and you don't give the other one the, the, the same amount of love. Something's what if we do right. Keegan's brother? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no? <laughs> taking taking requests? Personally, I like it. I don't know if... Uh, I think that's really funny, but there was no be. chance it would happen. Yeah, Chris probably would like, no. Uh-uh. But if the whole arena got on that, like when Chris scores... And just somehow it happened. It was like, Keegan's brother. What if, say, so Keegan. <laughs> Why? What if Keegan Real gives tough. an assist to Chris? Would we go, Murray brothers? Wow. Maybe. I mean, if you're Chris Murray, would you rather have Chris Murray or Keegan's brother? Like, But, like, everybody's no. saying it. I feel like so many twins have this issue with you know i'm my own person too you can't bring the brother into the own chat it well then i don't i mean honest i don't think he would get uh, a chant he's got a he like you need another, like two syllable yeah, he needs the mm, extra syllable yeah in there. what if he just extends the kr part so he's like chris murray and then everybody chant. i mean that's no that's different than it either. so it's in murray. the history here in sacramento it was Yogi. Well, before it was even Marco for oh. Bellinelli, and everyone went Polo. So I mean, it yep. wasn't his last name, but it was a fun Marco, and then the whole That's building right. Polo, and then randomly Yogi Farrell got it. Yogi, yeah. but Yogi barely played, and it was cool when it happened. I mean, this happens all the time every night for yeah. Chris Murray. You would have to like string Chris. it out. Yeah, he's going to have to freak the name. Murray. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We might have to get Moke on if that happens. I still want to for Keegan. Like I talked, I did talk to Moke about this. I said, you know what we need? Like it doesn't happen that much, but Keegan gets the foul line, and mm-hmm. when he scores, like a free throw. Like can we just get a Keegan, like a softer one? Because it's just one just point. Wanna, you just want him to hit with the romantic, yeah. the romantic Keegan, Keegan Murray. Like we're just a little quieter, not shouting like golf style. Yes, because <laughs> we're we're just missing the chance because he made a free throw. Or two free what, throws. What does Scott say back to that? He's like, oh, we'll work on that. We'll workshop it, which means probably no chance. That's probably mm. a negative. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to ask him about Keegan's we brother. Gotta the, <laughs> Keegan. We got to put the pressure on Scott. Yeah. If it happens, 
We should text them immediately. Like, come Monday morning, we yeah. need you on. Yeah. What are we doing for Christmas? We're, yeah, we're going to allow you the weekend. The weekend to think on it. And come yeah. with it. Because that gets back to Simone's point. Like, the brother, the twins, it's never seemed like they're treated fairly, but I just, I don't think there's a smooth one for Chris Murray. Yeah, it's not. What so. if they just do Keegan Murray regardless of who gets the basket? Chris gets it, and they just do <laughs> Keegan That's Murray. That's more disrespecting yeah. Murray brothers. Or, yeah. yeah. That's tough. All right. Maybe Scott's that's listening. Scott he, might, he might hit the personal that's he, text Look, line. that's why he gets paid the big bucks. Yeah. Hmm. We shall see. Yeah, what, we, we got to get like him a, on, though. What about a, like, a No, that sounds awful. No. It's like, Chris, sounds like someone's having a stroke. Like the water boy. Well, we'll try to effort. We will try to crack the code, maybe even our final segment. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> We're back with more after this on Sackdown Sports. One brings Macloff magic while the other hmm, we are still trying to figure that out. Cattles and Rami. Sacktown Sports. All right, final segment of the day. Back tomorrow, it'll be uh, you and Rami. Romzilla in the building. Yes. Bouncing back from uh, a little Dodger Blues. Yeah, he's recovering. Yeah. He's on the bounce back. And we got a lot of, we got Rami sick, Nick out on vacay. Whitey was sick today. I know, man. Uh, I'll be with Chris Watkins tomorrow following you guys. Okay. Draft special. Oh, following us. Yeah, six oh, to nine. Dude. On Musical my, chairs. On yes. my tailbone. Yep. Okay. And then my backside. Right, right back to the next morning, uh, Friday morning. Yeah. yeah. Good luck with that, brother. Yeah, absolutely. Who did uh, that to you? <laughs> me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Shouldn't Almost so, like it's basketball season again. so good there, yeah. brother. Uh, yeah, basketball season's the challenge. Yeah. Especially early on when, I mean, yeah, like when Sac seventh, State going, jumping uh, into it. That one's not too bad because okay. those are Saturdays, obviously. But like a 7.30, I'm not a fan of those 7.30 Lakers, Clippers. Yep. Um, yeah, people. Warriors. Yeah, Warriors. Yeah. People don't see this, but Jason Ross, if it's a Tuesday game at seven thirty, he's wrapping up at Golden One at eleven o'clock, and then he's back at five the next morning. Yeah. So, what are you trying to say you want me to feel bad for Jason Ross? Yeah, <laughs> I just want the people to know how dedicated to the craft Jason Ross is. Been Absolutely, it was a staple Absolutely. of the community. Yeah. But you've had some of those turnarounds, Kyle. You've done the game and then had to be back for the next morning. I've only had to do that twice. Yeah. So how much fun is it? It was an interesting experience. <laughs> I rolling on I about four fun. hours of sleep yeah. was unique. Interesting, unique. I didn't yes. hear fun either. I think Kyle would rather uh, be on the wingsuit. <laughs> nah, man. Come on, man. Or, You're making me think about it. What What was the second thing I wrote here? Flying. What was your other one? Flying. What? Spelunking. Isn't that the cliff diving? <laughs> what? <laughs> Simone, you in these terms. From, that's a quote from Batman. Grow up, you guys. Grow up. You gave us another one that was not quite accurate. Yeah, Do we need but... to revisit that one? <laughs> no, 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 no. Are you talking about my second one? My second one was oh, saying. Flying simulations. Yeah, those flight yes. simulators. Right. Or... I couldn't read my own writing. And then you had no anything with snow. No, no yeah, no, snow. no snow sports for me. Again, yeah. have never been in a snowstorm. God, that's amazing. We got we to gotta get Kyle to the snow. I know, brother. Yeah. One time, it, uh, one time it dipped below 30 in Davis, and there was, like, frost, oh. and that was the first time I'd ever seen, like, frost all over everything. That was wow. cool. Yeah. That happens here. Yeah, it's never happened in the year I've been here. In Sacramento? Really? At least you I've never seen it. We have so much it. more rain this year than yeah. cold, I would say. Um, hmm, interesting. I was going to say this. Did you see, speaking of interesting, did you see the new tattoo for head coach Michael Malone? 
I did not. Yeah. yeah. I missed that. Got some new can... ink. Yeah, you got some ink really? on the shoulder. What was that? Like, looked like uh, Yosemite Sam or something. I saw it briefly. <laughs> And he's got like a championship trophy. Let me see if it's I like can find it. It's like the old logo, right? Is that what it is? A UNLV running rebel? What has he got on there? <laughs> Let me see if I can find it. Michael Malone. He's got Yosemite it. Sam. Well, it varmint. looks like this. You're a varmint. <laughs> Come on now. Um, let me find it here. Uh, let's see. Michael Malone gets questionable tattoo to honor Nuggets NBA championship. Why is it questionable? Let me see if I can find images for you. Uh, yeah, what is that guy? Maybe it's the old logo. Let me take a peek at that, brother. That's the old Denver Nuggets logo? I guess. Ooh, like maybe Morgan drew him something. Yes. Well, <laughs> he had that saying, put that in your pipe and smoke. It looks like out of the championship trophy, <laughs> there's smoke coming out of it. Um, and then I it's like got, what Simone talked about yeah. earlier, her phrase of uh, <laughs> yes. jumping, Stop. cliff, cliff Stop. jumping. Okay. I think her version was something different. Yeah. I don't know, I, though. I misspoke. Actually. I misspoke. <laughs> yeah. There's a basketball in there. Uh, a guy that looks like you yeah, said. Yeah, I mean, a, you know, look, you... No, no disrespect to any ink that's on the person, but I always call in the question what you're throwing on your body. Yeah. I mean, that right there, that looked like something that jumped out of a sixth-grade classroom, <laughs> brother. I'm not even going to play with Mike like that, man. Shouts like, out to winning the championship oh, and that's all, all legit. and enjoying yourself, and I'm, I'm all for that. I think a lot of coaches are too uptight. Michael Malone didn't do that. But as far as that tat, uh, that's a little questionable, man. It yeah. is the first ever mascot of the Nuggets. What was his name? Do we have a name for that guy? Maxie the Miner. Maxie, Maxie the, the Miner. Miner. He mm-hmm. didn't get the current guy, Rocky? Yeah, I mean, he could have <laughs> yeah. did anything better than Maxie Rocky's the Miner. Rocky's apparently the highest paid uh, NBA mascot. Yeah, he is. Making it does. That corn. I'm, I'm trying to look at what it looks like. It looks like a little meatball with, <laughs> with legs. and. I mean, you win a championship, you're going with that? Nah. I mean, I guess I am judging. I say yeah. I don't want to judge, but I'm judging. Yeah, I, I mean, there's probably a million different things I could think about before that. And there's a lot of people that I've heard Kings fans say that if they win, I'm getting that tattoo. I don't know. Oh, it's just it's a preference my. thing. That's not for me, but that's uh, yeah. that's okay. To yeah. each their own. I yeah, don't mind absolutely. That. Yeah, absolutely. My thing is, is, and this is what I've always thought about when it comes to tattooing. If I'm getting the tat, I'm trying to find the dopest tattoo artist the there best. is. Like the yeah, the, the best of the best. Yes, like I'm not fiddling with. Maxi the, yeah. the whatever the minor, the Maxi, minor. Yeah. it's like you know things can go wrong I don't want anything to go wrong for anybody but it's for like sure. when a star you've heard stories of like famous stars that get like plastic surgery you're like mm-hmm. oh no when you just look like a different person it didn't go well and I really feel for them but mm-hmm. did you go on the cheap or was there a mistake it's like man you're just yeah. life you just look like a different person especially when we see tattoos out there where I mean it's they they could drive me and you together right now right. And, and like a flip book yeah Let's go to that person yeah especially mike malone you got some you, you got some chips in your pocket yeah go ahead and go to the best person that you possibly can get and get maxi the minor yeah with a ball and a trophy with smoke ultra, coming out of it yeah, yeah ultra a, realistic yeah, I, <laughs> totally. absolutely 3d i want it up front yeah. personal it's like an elbow color that thing Simone. it's like an elbow on a slab <laughs> like it's just 3d it's out there you can have it my goodness. Hey, right now is your chance to win the Sacramento Kings hosting uh, uh, California Classic tickets as the Kings are hosting the California Classic Summer League on July 3rd and 5th with an expanded lineup of teams preparing for NBA action. Kings need you in the building, so hit us up right now in the Folsom Lake Honda contest line right now looking for caller number two. Oh, we're those. Those. Yeah, to win those two-day passes for the California Classic. For more information, visit SacTownSports.com, 1-800-920-1140. 1-800-920-1140. Would you, would you, I know you, you're like me, you don't have any tattoos, right? Besides the 
giant one on my back. Oh, okay. No, Excuse I don't me. have any. That, that stamp. Yeah. yeah. The uh, would you ever if the Kings won or UCLA? Well, you've you've seen yeah. UCLA, but if the Kings won a championship, let's say Sac State mm-hmm. wins a championship, you putting a stinger on the shoulder? No. A wasp. I don't stinger? think so. Okay. I'm getting the ring though. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's the. That's oh, absolutely. The, the, you got the monarch ring, huh? I do. Ooh. I do. And uh how many rubies and jewels in that thing? Oh, I cannot say that out loud. Yes, no, you can. actually, um I still I've said this multiple times. I know I brought it in before. I need to bring that in for you guys to see. Polish that up. Bring that on in it here. It is awesome. I bet. Incredibly gaudy. Like it's sort of the thing like I can't wear. Like it would just be like, Hey Jay, what's going on? And like it is that something like you would notice it. It's so mm-hmm. Obvious. Have you ever worn it anywhere outside? I wore it the day I got it, like on the ring, like when you were given it. And then I'm trying to think, no. Never? No. You've never worn it? You've never came to Arco or Golden One? I'm going to bring it in and you'll go, I realize why you didn't wear it. Because I feel like I'd get hit over the head. All right. You have to. This is is the challenge for the 23 season for, for Jay Ross. You have to wear it to a Kings game this year. The Monarchs Championship game? Got to. Okay. Show up, show up and show out. What's wrong with that? Nothing's wrong with it. Come on, flaunt yeah. it, brother. I think this is the first time. So, Sac State's won three straight Big Sky Conference titles. Mm-hmm. And I debated on getting a ring debate. I got one this year. Did you? I, yeah, I haven't, I haven't received it yet, but off of the, the 11-0 season, Big Sky Championship, playoff. So, I will uh, get that one. So, wait, there was a decision to be made? That must mean you had to put put your own money down on the floor. Sac State ain't giving you no ring over there? On the other two? I don't know. Get them on the phone for me. (laughs) Get them on the phone. You've put in 20-some-odd years of Sac State not going to give you a ring, Jay They take care of me. They do. No, they didn't. They do. On this, I didn't play. Yes, you did. What? You traveled? Grab the pizzas off the bus. Yeah, got it my, in my own pizza. Well, that's that's okay. Yeah. It's then also we'll, a conference championship one. If they won the national title, I think they would hook you up with a ring. No, that's an excuse. I'm not letting Sac State off the hook. Wow, it's not gonna happen. Not gonna stand for they it. They take care of me, Hornets. You can say it. Yeah, I'm gonna say. I'm just me. You don't have to say it. I'm gonna say it for you. I'll be your lawyer here. So you want me to wear that ring in? Uh, no, I want the Monarchs. Okay, because the Monarchs gave you a ring. Sac State didn't. It was impressive. Very impressive. How's the Sac State? So you, was it something they already designed and you just bought one or? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Where you had to get like ring sized and all that stuff. And I think ah. they, I think the players, I saw something on the social media. I think they just got it maybe within the last week or two. Really? So I haven't been over there in a while, but yeah. Uh, yeah. You need me to pull up with you? Yeah. Okay, let's do yeah. it. You've been, hey, you've been a faithful at, at yeah, games. You've been absolutely. out there. I'm like, all of a sudden, I go, Jay's on the sideline. I love the atmosphere. Jay's playing quarterback. Yeah, come on, brother. And I would have got a ring, too. Yeah. I yeah. can't believe they didn't give you no ring, man. I'm disappointed. Well, it might be coming. I, no, 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 no. I think it might be. I don't know. I'm disappointed. Maybe you that. talked him in. I don't like that. I, I don't, you guys take care of me. I don't appreciate that. that. Yeah. Sac State, take care of my boy, Jason. <laughs> Shots out to him. <laughs> man, was, heck of a ball club. Yeah. Got to keep it going. Keep it. Keep up the program. Yes, sir. Keep working at three straight conference titles is impressive. Very impressive. Mm. Well, that's it for us. This was fun, Jay. Appreciate you, brother. Enjoy Always. myself. Yep. I'm sure we'll be doing it again sometime soon. Who knows the way things are working? You Monday. I'm back in the seat with you Monday in the morning. Bright you're going to be in the morning. Oh, you're going to experience tail, brother. That. Oh, we're going to keep you up late Sunday night and then get in uh, Monday morning. Bring a ring in. <laughs> okay. All right, that's it for us. Thank you to Jay. I'm Jason. Thank you to Simone and Kyle. That's it for us. We're back tomorrow. Full lineup as well. And then back with the draft show tomorrow night. Keep it locked right here to Sacktown Sports at sacktownsports.com. See you.
Chris Murray. You would have to like string Chris. it out. Yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna have to freak the name. Yeah, I don't know. We might have to get Moke on if that happens. I still wanted to, for Keegan, like, I talked, I did talk to Moke about this. I said, you know what we need? Like, it doesn't happen that much, but Keegan gets the foul line. And mm-hmm. when he scores, like, a free throw, like, can we just get a, Keegan. like, a softer one? Because it's just one just point. Wanna, you just want him to hit with the romantic, yeah. the romantic Keegan. Keegan. Like, we're just a little quieter. Not shouting. Like golf style? Yes. Because <laughs> we're, we're just missing the chance because he made a free throw. Or two free what, throws. What does Scott say back to that? He's like, oh, we'll work on it. We'll workshop it, which means probably no chance. That's probably mm-hmm. negative. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's not. What so. if they just do Keegan Murray regardless of who gets the basket? Chris gets it, and they just do <laughs> Keegan Murray. Murray. Disrespect yeah. Murray brothers. Or, yeah. yeah. That's tough. All right. Maybe Scott's why Scott he might He might hit the personal why, text look, That's why he gets paid the big bucks. Yeah. Yeah. We shall see. Yeah, we, we, we got to get like him a, on, though. What about a, like, a... C- 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 no, that sounds awful. No. It's like Chris. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like someone's sounds having a stroke. Like the water boy. <laughs> Man, these girls are smart. These decks, these girls are smart. Play your part. Play your part.